now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Just between us, okay, let's have this conversation. I'm not recording this in a live environment. I'm coming straight to the platform because I decided I wanted to do something else on the live environment. And this one, I just need to be able to flow, let it flow. It's Yolanda at Dryer Buzz, and thank you so much for clicking in. Thank you if you hit that follow button. You just got a notification, and you said, I got to hear this. I got to hear this. I'm recording this one on a Monday morning. I'm moving at a fair pace. I'm moving at a fair pace. I didn't rush out of bed this morning. In fact, um, one of the things I have been doing is listening to some audio books, and on, my, on the platform that I have, Audible, um, I also have the New York Times, and so I opened it up, y'all, and it was still on May of 2019, <laughs> not this year at all, right? And that so that just goes to show. But it, it was something I enjoyed um, because it, it basically gives you a synopsis, uh, a summary of what's going on. Here's what's on the front page of the paper, and then because I I have been longing for I don't know about y'all, but I've been longing for. Uh, a printed paper, you know, used to be out, you would, you would get your paper and you just, you know, dial into it, not dial into it, but just get into it, um, tuning out everything that was going on. The, the morning paper was a way to know what's going on in the world, what, what, everything that has happened, but then it was also a place to find out what's about to happen. Uh, and you just basically had a chance to catch up, you know, like that just quiet moment, you know, and so I, I loved, I love newspapers. Of course, I love newspapers so much. I always wanted to start one on one. And uh, that's kind of how I ended up in blogging because in the year that I was trying to decide whether to go a newspaper route or a glossy route, uh, I knew, I knew that's, you know, I knew that's where I was going to go. And I, I was so glad that the universe was lending itself uh, to me to do that. And it's so funny because when I look at coming into that year, Y2K, um, in, in 2002, what well, Y2K set off, it's like, oh, this is going to, this is really going to be a thing. One, the internet survived Y2K, and you're like, okay. So everybody that had envisioned doing something prior to Y2K or was already online, we were already online to, in a large capacity, um, I was planning on launching a publication of some sort. And so looking at, you know, what the risk was and that, because that during this time, you started to see the down the spiral of down spiral of newspapers, uh, definitely magazines. It was like, wait, you're coming in this game now, you know, and so forth and so on. And so I was like, mm. uh, so I ended up doing, you know, helping to pioneer the blogosphere by doing my publication online. And we started out, I think we called the e-zine and the uh, new media and online and all that kind of stuff. So here we are now. Um, I I remember writing, blogging several times and even giving several talks um, about how newspapers, you know, just needed to grab some audio, needed to become podcasts. And now that, here's why a lot of this stuff was slow to come, was slow to become mainstream, was slow to become natural part, normalized, become a natural part of our lives, because people always think that something new is going to usher out something old. Now, yeah, um, for the most part, but it just depends on 
how you embrace it. You know, if newspapers had truly embraced um, what was happening on the internet and bloggers per se, and 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 you know, pe- people telling full stories, truthful stories, you know, stop trying to have that whole elitist or exclusive kind of thing, and really had just embraced the fact that so many people saw this is important. And that's where the problem comes in, is people not willing to share. Greed is what killed newspapers. Like, people wanting to be the monop- have the monopoly or be the conglomerates and so forth. You know, like, you need, you got to have all the profits. You need all, you want all the story. And in the end, the greed took them out. Because what really took out newspapers is the fact that because so much of your newspaper was coming from one or two sources, you know, because um, everybody was trying to figure out how to, they said save money, but, you know, control the money. Um, the two sources that the majority of your newspaper was coming from, once more and more people got on the internet, it's like, wait, I could go ahead and read it before it hits where I live, and they put a spin on it and change it and all that kind of stuff. I can go and get the actual factual truth. I can go to the source myself. And that's what really killed newspapers because they were just, many of them, and news period, lied to us. Look at what's going on. We can't get a good uh, synopsis of what's going on with the president. And one of the things uh, I loved about what I listened to this morning, open my phone back up, so I give you time step. Uh-oh. Every time I try to do this and talk. Okay, now we're back. Five, almost six minutes. Uh, I was listening to the New York Times, the first page, and they had, at the end, they were talking about how presidents lie, how administrations lie about the president's health. Like, like you can't just go out there and say, it, 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 for all practical purposes, you can't say that a country has a, a leader that's facing health challenges, right? And, you know, and Americans, uh, and Americans, well, Americans are, are, psychologically so dense that we don't feel like or we, we can see stuff happening in other countries like that can't happen to us. Like, hmm, okay. So in that, there's some things about this president that need to be protected. He's also an idiot, so he is, so they can't wrangle him in um, and make this, it's just, it's, it's just a bunch of crazy stuff that's going on. Um, but at the same time, they listed in this little quick synopsis how many presidents have have lied about having health issues and I and we were talking about that just yesterday because it's a normal thing you know they have health issues I mean they're human as much as we like for them not to be but they also have access to the best care ever so they get beyond you know look at look at how long presidents live compared to your average citizen you know there are people who uh who and this is the thing that people are dealing with that um Trump has no empathy for is there were people who died presenting to the hospital with symptoms. Okay. This man gets to go to the hospital all early. Supposedly he's not in duress. He's not, he's not having, you know, supposedly he's not having, he's not in serious condition yet, but yet he gets to go. He gets to leave the hospital to go out and do a damn parade where people are giving birth alone, people are suffering alone, people can can see their family members. I mean, we and our family, you know, it's, we've been eight months trying to see a family member because of because of this disease, you know, this inf- highly infestation, infectious, fatal disease 
life-threatening disease that's out there. And yet we have this guy who just continues to make a mockery. And the sad part about him continuing to make a mockery, it's not even him because he's the idiot. It's it's people that like co-signing this thing. Like y'all signing off on this thing like every day. There hasn't been a day yet where this man hasn't changed. He hasn't grown in any kind. Any kind of way. He had the audacity to stand there yesterday. I've gone to school. Now I've, I've really gone. But I'm sorry. You sat down every day with, with teams of people that have said, listen, this is what this is going to look like when it, when it hits our country. Because it had been going on around the world. And we didn't want to close the borders. We didn't want to do this. We didn't want to shut down. And now we got the super spreader in chief. They're now trying to figure out. First of all, they're like, okay, wait, somebody mentioned Wednesday. That means if he was diagnosed Wednesday because he told everybody he was tested Thursday. Somebody slipped up and said Wednesday, and they're like, and then they count back X amount of days, and they can't, they can't even, they can't even stop counting the number of people this man has been around because he refuses to wear a mask. He refuses not to be in close proximity. I mean, you're not supposed to be in close proximity of so many people. You're supposed to be limiting yourself. You're supposed to be tracking and tracing. I went to an event. I'm trying to get two weeks away from that event and be okay. And I'm like, I'm looking at the thing, and I think, I think this weekend was two weeks. I'm like, Phew, you know? And it's like, but in that time, because I went to that one, I'm like, I can't go do the others. Oh, no, I can't do that. I, can't do, I just went to this. I got to make sure because, you know, I have my own issues. I'm, I'm at a particular age and a particular height and a particular weight, a particular color, a particular race, you know, for for color girls. Wait, okay, I know how that's hitting for everybody else, but how does this thing hit for, for color girls, right? And I was, I was like, man, I hadn't seen people in, you know, since April. And I'm like, you know, and I live in a community where we have amazing events and things like that. And we are an amazing community. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to this one. I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to stay outside. <laughs> you know, it was a, it was a, a, a restaurant that was having a grand opening. We want to support, you know, what's going on in our community. I'm going to go. There's another one. There was another one yesterday. And I'm like, no, uh, I've already had enough. I already, my nerves have already been on edge going to one thing. I'm not going to go. I'm going to go, but I'm going to go by there. I'm probably going to go by there today just to check it out and wish them congratulations. Somebody opening, again, opening a business during this pandemic in a mall at that, in a mall where retail apocalypse is happening faster than we can count. Stores are closing. Stores are, stores are, so we got openings and closing. People are, stores are downsizing, you know, and they've taken this place, particular places, taking on, taking on space just to give, you know, people something new and change the scenery. Uh, and it's for women. And I'm like, I want to go and support that. But I couldn't go yesterday because, you know, I want to be able to say where I have been within two weeks, you know, because there are people out there like your president walking around infectious and and don't want to adhere to any kind of safety precautions, even though they're armed with as much information and they don't want to have sympathy and they don't want to have empathy and they don't want to be thoughtful. They want to be, they don't want to be thoughtful of people who are going home. You don't know what that person in front of you at the grocery store, you won't even stand back six feet. You don't know what that person in front of you is having to go home with, go home to. You know, they could be caregivers. They could be taking care of family members. You know, not everybody out there has can can suffer a minor cold, let alone the flu, let alone the pan, 
the COVID. And and the thing about it is, you don't know. You know, I've had to I've had to limit myself for the past since 2014 because I was a caregiver. Coming home to somebody that had all kinds of sensibilities. You know, couldn't wear perfume, couldn't light a candle, couldn't use particular soap, speaking of soap, you know. Had to had to make sure I had to have certain foods. I had to keep my immune system up because I had to stay well enough to care for somebody else. And so I'm mindful. But you know what? And I'm a, I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna tell you, I know. Prior to that, before that, I didn't know to think about I didn't know to think about those things. But here, we all have an opportunity to know, because it's all, it's everywhere. See, before when we were going through, it wasn't everywhere. You know, it was like, it's something that's happening to some people. And now we know we have to be mindful of everybody. We have to be thoughtful. And and Americans are giving so much pushback, Not not all Americans, but it's like we're witnessing people giving pushback on just being thoughtful. They don't want to be thoughtful. They come up, they, they abuse in other words, calling themselves patriot, like a patriot. A patriot is thoughtful. Damn, read the freaking dictionary. You know? <laughs> they want to hijack phrases, words and phrases. It's like, come on, and make them evil like they are. But people are taking it back. People are hijacking it back. Like, no, you're not going to take this we got this. Y'all see what's happening with the hashtag Proud Boys. <laughs> yep, go find yourself another protest where you idiots. It's so it's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's just about, you know, all this pushback on being kind. You know? It's like not wanting to wear a mask. But you've been sitting watching other countries been wearing masks forever. People out in California need to wear masks because because it's burning. There's smoke everywhere. The air quality, just the air quality. Um, well, we have the ability to have great air quality over here. Can they not have the same benefit? You know, there's a little thing that happens when you see something in the sky and it rains. It's like, whoa, that may not be. Na- oh, so you don't want to tell people that's not a natural occurrence. And and go because if you went and did it in California, then people will go like, oh wait, that's part of the matrix. It's it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. So it's Monday. I guess we can call it Matrix Monday. How how much do you put? How much do you need to push yourself back into the Matrix? You know, watching watching politics, and that's the thing about it, making this thing partisan. You know, making this thing partisan is 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 what I think is driving me insane. My picture's crooked over there. Making this thing partisan. Like, how is it partisan? How is it even at the national level? This this, this should even be a, a national thing. Why is it at the national level? Because, because of Congress. Because Congress won't do what they're supposed to do. And when Congress won't do what they're supposed to do, you know, the people that we elected, the people that we thought came from our communities, people that we thought were neighbors and friends and all those kinds of things that you put on the ballot, you know, they come and they psych you out enough to register to vote, not even just register to vote, to support their campaign, to donate money. Then they get to D.C., and then you're like, wait, what happened to all that work? What happened? What happened? What's happening? That's what it uh, just happened on this scary thing on my television. What's happening? 
Where are all these? Where are all these people? Like the man is doing things that are insane. Isn't there a lot that we can declare? Like why is he still in power? Why why is he still in power? He's hospitalized. The president's hospitalized. Why is he still in power? Oh, because if we move the president up, we got move. If we remove the president, got to move the vice president up, and then you got to put somebody as vice president. That would be a that would be a whole check and balances. That would be checks and balances. Can't have that. Man's on oxygen. That means it's not enough oxygen getting to the brain. That's why he, that's why he kept losing his thoughts. Anybody that's taking care of somebody on oxygen, you know that, hey, check the cord. You don't sound, you sound funny over there. What's going on? Can't get your words together. Check check the oxygen, <laughs> right? My mother was on oxygen. <laughs> and there were days, it's like, wait, you sound funny. What, what are you doing? Cord all twisted up. It's time to, let's, let's change this cord. Let's, let's turn this up a notch. Let's get a check to make, see if we need a few more leaders, you know? Interesting. Interesting. And that's the other part. The man is talking about COVID as if we all haven't witnessed somebody with it. Right? I don't even want to be in here long, y'all, because I got, I got, uh, it's, I'm going to count down to my birthday. And so I'm getting these little, little gifts daily. I've convinced my daughter, like, give me something each day. You know, it's been a, it's been a while since I've been able to really enjoy my birthday. Four years, as a matter of fact. A little bit longer than that, but I'm going to just count the last four. And so today I got a paper towel holder. I came in here to sit where I do the podcast, and uh, there was a bag of chips, which I love. It's a honey, it's a hot and honey, uh, like a, what is it called? It's a hot, it's, it's from Wise, hot and honey cheese doodles. And uh, I love the whole hot and honey thing. And I got a paper towel holder. And so that means that she is... Um, we're doing, my birthday is the 23rd, and this is day five of the countdown. Um, and so I'm going to snack on these as I get over here and, and finish up some work marketing Monday, which means I have to um, work on the marketing for my store. I also got to get a couple of packages out. I also got to go to the store. Uh, my to-do list today, I got to make lemonade because I am sipping on the last of blackberry lemonade. And I also got to work on the blackberry lemonade recipe. Finally got the, finally decided where to put the recipes and, um, and, and again, bring some of that audience back and into the, into the fold of focus. So I got to work on that. I hope you guys are also thinking about marketing Monday. I don't know. Um, that's how I got out of bed. I got out of bed. I just, I turned on my, uh, audio thing, audible and I, I needed to finish up. I wanted to finish up Michelle Obama's book. Uh, I had a couple of books on there where I got right to like the last hour, the last chapter. And so, um, like three, two or three of them, I'm like, okay, let me speed through and get, so I finally finished and, and ironically to finish Michelle Obama's becoming, because we actually started leading women, leading women weekly, which is a, a broadcast and a podcast that airs on Wednesday between with myself and my co-host Angela. Um, we started it as part of, um, Michelle Obama's becoming book. Because we were going to see, uh, Angela invited me along to see Michelle Obama, which came to Atlanta. So we decided, hey, instead of just, you know, living in our exciting moment to go and see Michelle Obama, let's start a podcast talking about the book and women and 
and so forth and, and her time in the White House and the fact that we were really learning, got a chance to really learn about her that we didn't get to learn in the White House because because there was so much um, against her that they literally kind of just had to shut down her channels, you know. And so when the when they were out of office and the book came out, we really got a chance to see. And she's still saying it, and, and even in the end of the book in this last chapter, you know, she talked about really getting a chance to speak on things and so forth. Um, and 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 what it was good to hear what they had planned for life, you know, coming out of coming out of the White House and so forth. So I'm excited to finish that. I'm excited. Now, here's one of the things that I like by having them on the audio is I can now go back and catch, capture pieces. Like um, I try to hit bookmark, try to bookmark a couple things, but then a lot of times it's just in my ear and the phone's nowhere near. Um, so that is a thing. And then I finished Mariah's book. And before that, another memoir called Memorial Drive. And then I did Cash before that. And it's like, I, I had these credits. When I restarted, I had some credits. So apparently I used them up getting getting back started. But then I also, in on the discovery section, there's a lot that is included in the membership. And so I'm going to go and explore some of that. But then I have, I'll, I have some 25. I think the next one I saw one on there that I wanted to uh, re-download it um, was one from uh, Zora Neale Hurston, Zora um, Neale Hurston. And so I'm going to go back into that one. But I have a number of titles on there that, you know, because when I had the, when it first came out and I had the membership, I was getting book after book after book. You have to get one each month or your, your credits add up if you don't. And so then you can wait for different ones to come out and you know and, and there are different seasons where you know and, and as a matter of fact if you think about we're now in September September would pretty much have wrap up you know the summer season of book festivals which we didn't get a chance to experience this year and I don't know if some of them happened or not I, I in fact I think I'm missing out because I'm not tuning into C-SPAN as much I need to and I could have sworn in fact let me check I could have sworn I put their app. What is this? There's an old school movie on. Um, I could have sworn I put their app on my television, on my fire stick. So I have got to go back and, and get, I think I'm missing a lot. You, you know, and I think the funny thing is, I, I think I'm thriving for for the intellect. I think that's what it is because there's so much chaos uh, going on around us. There's so much lying. There's so much deceiving. And and I think I just need to get back to intellectual sources. <laughs> Let me go on here to these apps and find this app because I could have sworn I, I know I did because I was listening to, um, you know, that was PBS. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, it is, let me see if I can find, I'm going to find the app. I just, I just need, I need, I need to get back into some circles. Um, and not necessarily in some circles. I need to let some stuff in. I need to shut out. There we go. I need to shut out a lot of the stuff that's going on. All right. I'm going to, we're, we're about 23 and a half into this. Um, the only other thing is for me to repeat 
And But this is how I got out of bed. This is what I needed to process today. And I'm not about suppressing any of it. I need to let it out, let it through, let it go on, put it out there in the wind, carry it on. So And make room for what needs to be on my mind. Make room for what needs to be on my heart. Make room for needs to be fulfilling my soul and my time here, y'all. And, and your soul and your mind and your time here. All of this crazy stuff. You know, I just hope that people are ready for the alternative. That's one of the things that I have um, had a chance to pay attention to and try to witness. It's the, it's the number of people who seek the alternative to a lot of these things. And one thing that I love, the only thing that is my saving grace is, you know, watching Trump go out there to do his parade to those very small numbers. Do not overlook that. That street was not full. They didn't have no trouble getting through. It was just a few people on the sidewalk who have nothing better to do. They are a waste of everything human. And and it's it's that did my heart good to see just a few, just a few. Um, and I knew, okay, let me shut out all these channels for whom this is their fa- father, uh, whatever the word tried to come out of my mouth just then, um, to shut that stuff out. And that's why I went and onto my audio uh, service this morning instead of turning on the television, because I could program what I received today. And I, I even turn on television, I can program. And that's where I am. The question is, where are you and how are you programming what you receive? What are you giving permission to? That's when you get you get to a point where you can't get out of bed because you're continuously giving permission to the wrong stuff. You're per- continuously giving permission to things that put your heart at, at, at dis-ease, your mind at dis-ease, disease, your soul at dis-ease. Okay, not at ease, but at dis-ease. Our president is has this world at dis-ease uh, to the point that people are having to call up their own therapist. Uh, and I love there was a share yesterday that says, it is unnatural to wish your enemies well. It's unnatural, right? It's unnatural. That's what everybody's dealing with. Like, wait, we got to do what? It's unnatural. Wish them well to do what? Come back and harm you more? It's crazy. This man left the hospital to go and wave, to put, first of all, to put everybody who needed, who had to be around him in that, that, in that instant in danger. Our, our, our medical staff are already in danger and dying. Spending time with, they're not even spending, they want to go home and hug their families. They want to go, there There was a nurse here, uh, I think it was here in Atlanta, not even a nurse, uh, she was a hairdresser. She was. She had a salon and was living outside in a tent because she was trying to take care of her, wanted to be near her elderly mother, but didn't want to go in the house. And on the day they did the interview, it was pouring down, raining. And her mother sits at the patio door, and they have coffee. And we've got whole, beyond this idiotic president, we've got a whole freaking 
Congress up there that won't do what is necessary for people to take a break, to stop for a minute. Won't put won't put measures in place to keep us safe. They just won't do it. They are they are at a, a standstill and they had to stop until the 19th because they too, because some of them were running over there to the White House with these infected people. And now it done got over there to Congress. You know, some of those senators, hello, running over there to to the to super spreaders house. And now they've had to stop stop uh, governing this govern, governing this country until I think it says the fifteenth or the nineteenth, two weeks to make sure that they don't all get it. Because it wasn't enough that the American what the it wasn't enough what the American people were going through, that wasn't enough because they were they they they're, they're elite enough that they can escape the people. They could escape the people, but now look at what's happening to them, immediately hospitalized. When people have gone to the hospital two and three times, trying to get diagnosed, trying to get, got to come back when you're near dead. Trying to get a steroid. He's on the steroid already? Because we know the miracle of the steroid. Come on. Who's ever taking care of a person with a lung issues? Even down to asthma. What the first when you have to present at the hospital with your asthma, like giving the steroid. You need the steroid. Man, got the steroid already. Anybody that's ever had to deal with a breathe breathing issue, you get jealous when you hear somebody get the steroid because they make they make an average person suffer un un to to, to levels un. I can't even. What's the word? unbelievable levels of suffering before they give you the steroid. And you better have the right insurance or the insurance company is going to be like, just give them a breathing treatment every two hours. Two hours? Well, you could just give me the steroid and I could be fine. We're at the 30 minutes, y'all. We're at the 30 minutes. Got to cut this off. I mean, I can keep talking, but it's only going to get worse as we compare how how these people who have watched the American people suffer, watch the people suffer. Watch people suffer. Keep your eyes and your ears open. Watch how fast things change now as this thing floods through floods through the halls of Congress. And these people old as hell. Old as hell. All kind of preconditions. Watch. They are now infected, and it's moving. The president talking about he's gone to school, been in the hospital less than a day. Now he understands. He didn't understand it when Americans were going through it. He didn't understand it. He didn't understand what shut down me. He didn't. He didn't understand being away from your clique, your family. He didn't understand that less than a few hours away from terrorists and racists, not his family, because he don't care nothing about them. You know, having having to be locked in a room, isolated for just a mere matter of hours, and he had to get out of the hospital. He's like, I got to get out of here. Call, give me my vehicle. It wasn't even in the proper vehicle. Wasn't even. <laughs> he was in just one of the SUVs. You know, still. 
you know, government vehicle, but out there waving like a daggone fool, looking like a fool. And you know who was the bigger fool? Those them that called they said putting on a hat. Yeah, you had you got to put on a hazmat suit to take this man on parade and pray while you're in the confines of this vehicle. The way that it's secured up in that mug, ain't nothing coming in there. You can tell me these two, these the driver and whoever else was in there didn't get out of there with COVID. You you, I understand the Secret Service supposed to take a bullet, but they but to take a Take to take COVID, y'all gonna catch COVID over this man? Nobody, nobody's gonna tell him. Can nobody say to him it's not a good idea? And I know they say it, but he can't comprehend that because he doesn't comprehend much. But the, for the American people to witness that when they can know they can't even see their loved ones, we got people out there haven't seen their children, haven't seen their parents having to live alone in isolation, have to go in day in and day out and take care of people, having to sit with strangers while they are dying. People, those 200,000 die alone, not with family by their side. And you know, when I, when I hear that, and having, having had to sit beside a person in their transition, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I could say to myself, I'm glad they didn't have to go through that. They don't, they don't know what that's like, you know, but you don't know what's traumatic for one person or another. It's still a trauma not being able to say goodbye. People not being able to go to memorial. People can't even go to memorial services. We can't even mourn. We, we haven't even had a national day of mourning for this thing. And I, I did see online that there is, uh, not, I, I, I think I saved it. There is a group that does do something I think on a on a monthly um stop on a monthly um I'm talking to the dog on a monthly basis there are um in in lots of places we've seen and this is something they don't even put this in the news enough there was one I, I you see it on TikTok somebody was driving and they came across an area where in that area they are putting fate they're putting the faces up of of people that they're losing in their community uh, to COVID. And then there are other places that they're, you know, reading the names and they're having having these things. Um, you know, the media didn't, doesn't rush to that the way they rush to show us this idiot in his COVID parade, you know. And so look for, look for those things. And when you see those things, my God, y'all, will y'all hit the, Hit the share button on some stuff. I get one thing in the, in the thirty years of watching the behaviors of people on social media. Some of this stuff is just absolutely sickening. What it takes for the human being to be human, it's it's heartbreaking day in and day out, day in and day out uh, of the things that we could do in in our time here in this world. It's heartbreaking what people have to be told to do. It's heartbreaking that people have to be told to be kind, do a kind gesture, it's hard. It, it gets on my nerves, like, like, you have to, you literally have to tell people, that's wrong, don't do that, like, I tell the dog, like, don't do that, that's a dog, and as soon as I said, don't do that, guess what, he's never gonna do that in my presence again, because he understands, it displeases him, well, he does do it again, he forget. He forgets, <laughs> but he knows, now, I'm gonna say, stop, I didn't have to say more than that, and he has moved out of sight, Oh, this, this this is 
This puts her at dis-ease. And he knows he's going to want something in a minute as soon as I finish this podcast. Mm. But this is Monday. This is what Monday is. We get to Monday. We have to, you have to, and it's so funny because you have to, you have to deprogram people. Every Monday, you got to deprogram. Okay, you know, wherever you go on your wild weekends, wherever you go, now you're back. Now we're back. Okay? Let me get you deprogrammed. Don't bring that mess up in here. Right? You ever notice that, you know, it starts on Sunday evening, the whole deprogramming process is trying to, it's trying to, let me deprogram you. Let's get you deprogrammed because, you know, here's how, here's how it works over here. Here's how this works. I hope you figure it out before somebody has to tell you to stop. Get it right. Get, check yourself. Okay. All right, y'all go have yourselves a great day. Turn this thing around. Let's turn this thing around. I'm going to turn it around because it is Marketing Monday. That means that I have to go spend time on my store. I've got work to do. I've got work to do uh, because tomorrow on Tuesday, we always have a great sale. It's called Into Tuesday. So I've got to go do inventory after our Friday sale. Also get to ship out some great orders. I'm so excited about that. And uh, and then I've got to figure out, y'all, it's grocery time again. i got to figure out uh, what we're going to have. i got to plan the meals for the week. Monday is my planning day because I like for the rest of the week to go smooth. And you always know my Tuesday podcast, it always sounds great because I've done all this stuff that I have to do uh, on Monday. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go, definitely go make some more lemonade cause I'm at the end of that. And uh, check out the store. Check out the store. Go to Shop Dryer Buzz. Shop Dryer Buzz dot com uh shop dryerbus.com you know dryerbus.com will take you there dryerbus soap dryerbus soaps all those different things will get you right over there where you're going to find not only the soap store but also the bookstore and then of course we got the recipe store so those of you been asking <coughs> for all the recipes uh we're loading getting trying to get those loaded up i'm editing a few more and i'm getting ready to copy it and take a sip of lemonade right quick Oh, that's good. All right. Um, that is well. Still got a call. <clears throat> Been talking too long first thing in the morning. First stop, unscripted, uh, in the miracle. We're sitting right now in the miracle of tomorrow. We're sitting right now in the miracle of tomorrow because yesterday, today was tomorrow. Ha! I love that. I love that. Yesterday, today was tomorrow. And so... We've just witnessed a miracle. You've been like, you ever said, I've never seen a miracle. Yes, you have. You just saw one. You just saw one. The miracle is you have been nowhere around. Hopefully, hopefully you've been nowhere around Trump and you probably safe. Okay. Hopefully you've been nowhere near the White House and you are probably safe. Hopefully you've been nowhere in around any of those idiots that are trying to get around Trump. Then you are probably safe. Stay safe. Have yourself a great day. I just need you. As I open this phone one more time, I just need you to do me one more favor. Have a great day. Get out of bed. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.